Record to the computer. And we are live. Weirdos only. We are live. Oh, Weirdos only podcast. Um, we have Nicolas Luna here selling um, phone cases. Whatever you guys want, otter boxes. Um, artwork. Uh, Whatever books. you want. Um, oh, that's, dude, cool that, where, where did you find that guy? I found him through you and I, I just saw it and I was like, dude, that's kind of dope. And then I hit him up and it was kind of expensive. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. I was like, oh, like, so I was like, you know what? Like, I feel like, I feel like I trusted the fact that you're like, all right, this guy, he's, he's got, he's got a bunch of stuff on there and it's. It's gets good content. I was just kind of like, ah, uh, like I don't know what you know. Yeah, I was like when when I got it and I I paid a hundred bucks, right? So I'm just like, and I got it. I was like, ooh, like it's a little pricey for. I thought it was gonna be bigger, but you know, it's it's an artist, right? It's yeah, you know the what is it when someone's art like the it's when they you put a price on it, it's subjective. Yeah, yeah, well, definitely subjective. I think that, you know, like the the whole the whole theme, or like I mentioned to you, the reason I wanted to start the podcast was because of like trying to discuss mental health with people and kind of bring that stuff into the forefront. I think that a lot of the times you see shit like that and it's just kind of like, oh, it's hokey or something like that. But if you have it on your wall and you kind of destigmatize it, I think it it helps. You know, what I mean, I think, I feel like that piece is the perfect piece that destigmatizes it because like I think a lot of the times if someone's tripping out having a bad time they're you know they they lost somebody and they're like they're they're just having a rough time it's more like oh you're weak instead of like dude you're going through it like go through it instead of like oh look at that person over there they're really strong because they're not feeling yeah. shit you know so it's like well, what what is it says like weakness or it's not a, yeah it's not failure there you go and it's true though like and i want to make sure that people see that and i'm gonna frame it up and obviously put it like in the back of the wall. Yeah. Um, it'll be seen a little bit better. I don't know if we, if you can, like, I really can't see it on my side, but I don't know how you can see it on your side. If you can see it, if you can read it. I could see it from there. I mean, I could, okay. yeah. Um, but I definitely want to keep it visible just to make sure, like, I want to help destigmatize, you know, the mental health um, or men and Latinos getting mental health uh, services because that's a, that's a big fucking deal. I mean, I think, yeah, even, I mean, you're, you're, you're saying Latinos and then going into men is even worse. You know what I mean? Because it's even, or I wouldn't say worse, but maybe like even more scarce. Yeah. You know, like don't go fucking, don't go tell anybody your problems. Like keep that shit yeah. in house. Like nobody needs to know our shit. And I, I don't know, I think a lot of the times um, what happened to me with a, a family, what well, didn't happen to me, but it was a family member that, you know, my my aunt went to or was looking for something um, for, you know, hey, they, somebody told her, like, hey, maybe you should go talk to somebody, you know, because she's like kind of, you know, and my uncle was like, you better fucking not like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, it's like, what does it matter? Like, what you know what I mean? Like, like it's I think it's more of a more like a one thing is a pride thing and two is more like a, an insecurity right because like then they're gonna it's like it's like when you 
a lot of people think when you're doing when you're working on yourself or something you're gonna like i'm gonna find out like damn you know what nick's a fucking terrible friend or you know what i mean like and it's like fuck he's gonna find out i'm a fraud not he's gonna get so like i guess for lack of a better word so woke that he's gonna be like oh man i need to get rid of this toxic bro <laughs> you know what i mean and they're gonna be it's more about you than them like hey dude like good thing you're gonna go get your shit fixed or you're gonna try to figure shit out yeah. you know it's more like oh this guy's gonna think i'm you know he's gonna figure me out and then he's yeah, gonna want to figure me out yeah and it's interesting because i i'll say it like i have no problem like oh you know and i haven't i don't really have like a, a therapist though i i need to have one but where i went um i mean i did have a couple you know therapy sessions like individually but where i felt very comfortable in it was a group um i'm a very social person so i like to do things with other people so, you know so the pandemic hit me a little bit harder because i can't really get together that comfortably with people yeah i know but you when do I those did, like gym classes and stuff those like yeah like you know. it's just like you know it's part of like my deal so when i did group therapy what i liked about it is that there's people from all different you know color race age gender economic status everything and at that point is when i realized that no matter how what someone looks like or how much money they have or how bad they are economically whatever everybody has some sort of problem and it's all very similar to each other and it's as cliche as it sounds like we are more alike than we are different and it was really interesting yeah. when i was i would see this older white male um he was over 70 years old and he was talking about how he would have these stupid fights with his wife i'm like oh my god like it was just like it's fucking crazy right like you would think at that age they would not be fighting anymore and but no it's just people are people and they're gonna have their problems and that's when i felt like you know, a lot of my anxiety was relieved. I'm like, okay, I'm not the only one with problems and I'm not the only one with, you know, with these issues. Yeah. So, and it was cool because not only were they sharing their problems, you can hear um, everyone else had the same problems, but you heard the therapist help them solve their problems. So by the time he came to you, you're the kind of like, well, shit, like I kind of had the same issue that guy had. Or that yeah, guy yeah, had. yeah. So he kind of like solved it indirectly but yeah. I, uh, for some reason, I just, uh, the word solve when it comes to shit like that, I, I mean, I, I, I think I like it, but I think that, I think that there's a truth to it, but there's also a, um, a misconception, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because then it's like, oh, I'm good now. Like, I'm fucking good now. Like, you know, I, I've, I've had friends that like, you know, maybe like would tell me like, hey, you know, I was kind of, I was kind of depressed or, you know, I have depression, you know? And like, I'm good now. And I'm like, I hate, I don't want to burst yeah. your bubble. I don't want to say that you're not good, but you have to continue as like, oh, you know what I did, man? I just, you know, I started focusing on myself and which I think is also bullshit too. We'll dig into that. But like, basically like, Hey, I went and I, and I, I went through it, you know, and th that's yeah. what they say, you know, it's just like, like for me and I, it's like, I mean, might as well put it out on the first fucking episode. I mean, I lost my dad a few years ago, you know, um, what is it, seven years ago now. And it, it's one of those things to where like if you told me about it right now like obviously it's not as fresh but i could get into a place where i could feel really depressed about it and i could feel really mm -hmm. bad about it you know what i mean but okay. now i have more coping mechanisms and there's time has passed and shit like that but it doesn't make it hurt less 
you know what I mean? That shit's still painful. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not, oh, well, it's solved now. Like, it just, oh, I got another dad. Like, no, that's not, you know what yeah. I mean? It doesn't, like, that, and that stuff's just going to be there. So it's it's a part of you now. And I think it's it's a good example to, like, what we're saying, like, with, uh, with the working out, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, I remember I used to take a friend to the gym. And, uh, and she was like, yo, like, we've been coming for, like, fucking three months. Like, when is this, like, <laughs> she was like, when, when is this over? And I was like, it's not. This is how you live now. Like, like you know, like, like this, if you want this to continue, you know, if you want to have those nice arms and the nice legs and, you know, the flatter stomach and you want to stay strong, you're going to have to continue. Obviously, then now you, it's easier, right? And now you have the things. You're not learning things. You're like, oh, I already know what I got to do. I'll come in here, get in and get out. I'm one of those guys. Yeah. I like to get into the gym and get the fuck out, you know? And I guess that's the same thing with, like, with, with therapy or whatever. I like to like, all right, let's, let's get to the fucking issue. Right. Let's get to the thing instead of like, you know, but that's also, I guess a balance, right. Cause it's like, if you compare it to the gym again, Hey dude, you got to stretch and you got to take your time to do some of the shit to do it right. Right. Instead of just barreling through your workout and hurting yourself, because then you're going to, it's going to take longer for you to fucking get to your goal. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, it's an ongoing thing that, uh, when it comes to like a therapy, like and mine specifically was like, it was called the anger management classes. And I learned about, you know, triggers, uh, trauma, like what sets you off and anger is the, the release. And you really think about it. Um, what, well, I should not really think about it, but what I started to realize just through myself, you know, being, becoming a lot more self-aware and hearing other people majority of anger is just an overwhelming of anxiety. Um, and I would just get ang- very anxious and, and get a ton of anxiety and stressed out over the simplest things. And you, and it, and it made me realize like a lot of the stuff came from your childhood and I didn't have like a messed up childhood. There's people yeah, that you have gone it's through your more, truth, right? Though. Yeah. But you that's, know? those were my triggers. And now that I understand them, I'm like, okay. And I, and one thing that I, I like from the, the therapist entirely is just because you came to anger management and you, you graduate, which is like, you have to take all six classes and stuff like that. Doesn't mean that you're never going to get angry again. Like you're, you're going to get angry. It's, it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's not forever, but if you do get angry, you'll know you can kind of let, reflect and understand why you got angry. And then you can try to uh, be better, be present. So you don't get to that point. And I know for myself, and I don't know about other people, but I mean, I think it's going to probably be the same uh, when it comes to family and like, not really co- close friends, but mainly family it's still really hard to like not. Well, those get, triggers are probably stronger. Oh man, you know? like it's like or certain it's people like a, too. It's just in yeah, general, you know. It's like a like a tooth, and they're just like, you know, like it's just like you know. And granted, I know how to push people's buttons pretty easily. Um, sometimes I need to learn how to not do that, but um, also my family is really good at pushing my buttons. So it's it's a process, right? And it's it's never it, it won't. You will always have 
those issues, but it's just learning how to cope with it a little bit better and understanding very becoming self-aware will probably be one somebody's best superpower of just knowing who you are and what you're about and what you stand for. Because even though like, I will say what might people will, people will say like crazy stuff. Like, Oh my God, I can't believe you said that, Nick. Like my opinions may be a little bit different and they may be a little bit insensitive, but I'm not a bad person. I'm not doing anything malicious. I'm not hurting anyone. you know, like anything like that. So like, when it comes at the end of the day, like when I hang out with my friends, like I have very loyal friends and we always come through for each other. They, I come through for them. They come through for me, you know, and there's some people that may appear online that they have their life together, but then like you see them in real life and they're just like isolated. No one comes through for them. So it's, you know, it's really understanding. I like what I like about, um, you know, understanding myself through, you know, becoming more self-aware through therapy is just that self-awareness. It's just knowing who you are, what you stand for, and um, being able to effectively deal with your anxiety to be able to be, you know, a better communicator and a better person. And I, I hope people become more uh, open to talking about it because it's, it's, it's getting there. It's getting a little bit more easier I think we started to realize during the pandemic, it's just, oh my God, everyone is coping with it different. Like it's, it's really crazy, right? Yeah. And you um, feel like, I think at one point for me, I was like, oh, like fuck this. And then like, you know, a, like a, I was kind of thinking, but even though I, you maybe at times you feel alone cause you're literally isolated, you know, yeah. you're like, wait, but everyone's fucking doing this. this isn't like an Ed thing. You know what I mean? It's like everyone in my fucking building is just sitting in their rooms. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, I just didn't get invited. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's not like FOMO. Like, hey, some yeah. they fucking having a sick ass party or whatever. Which actually, yeah. some people are. And they like, are those people. I kind of want to go, but I'm like, I don't want to fucking get sick. <laughs> I'm like, I'm kind of want to go because nothing has happened. You know? Like, I've seen, um, like, saw some shit in like New Zealand where like they're completely like open. You know? Yeah. But I mean, it's really, they just probably put a fucking giant net over New Zealand. Like nobody can fly in or anything like they're an island. Yeah. So it's like, you know, but I, I think there's a, a few things that I was, you know what? Maybe I should take notes. First episode. <laughs> yeah. And New Zealand talking about them, man, it's uh, it's very impressive what they did, but they also had very, very strict uh, protocols um, where some people would say it's very unpatriotic or un-American, like you stole my rights. But, you know, I don't know the full details, but I, I just know a lot more people will complied. And here in America, we don't have, we still have a lot of people that aren't complying and aren't so being you're, responsible. You're saying more of just like, um, like just the, the, like the way society is in America. Yeah, I mean, like the whole fucking, the whole mass thing like you know like it, i guess i guess i'm just the type of like uh and i don't know if it's a latino thing i think there's a lot of latinos that are like that that are like a um like it is it is what it is kind of deal you know like deal with it and and figure out a way or like accept your shit i, I think a lot of latinos do that you know i, I think like um like even like for example like like cholos 
you see them like when they get caught or something and the cops catch them they're like yeah fuck, stab that fool like you know what i mean to where like it's like some other dude is just gonna be like you know like oh no 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 that wasn't me and then they get away with it but the latinos is like ah, i fucking did it like you know what i mean is what it is like i gotta pay i gotta pay you know I, I gotta live with the consequences kind of deal you know what i mean and i think there's other it's, it's like oh well let's go fight this and it's a different it's a different kind of a, a way to to see it i mean like like i keep seeing it like at trader joe's like you know like and it, what it's a fucking kid that works at trader joe's like you think he's like oh fuck you like he's just like dude i just fucking work here this is the law i don't want people to get sick people get sick we're gonna have to fuck shut trader joe's down it's just a fact you know even if it was because they were wearing a mask because it wasn't but at least i can cover my ass and say i made him wear a mask yeah you know what i mean like it, it it's, it's crazy when you see those videos and that's what one of the things that kind of like i guess you could say triggered me is a lot of the like like mask police and i understand it right like no one should be walking into a uh, a store without a mask i think they should everyone should be wearing a mask everyone should be responsible and you know and follow the rules it's provided by the you know center of disease and control um but i don't need i, I don't like when like a, a a fellow customer tries to shame them, right? Like most people, I mean, like I mean, there's it's 50-50, it's never a hundred percent. But I'm like a lot of the people who are like these anti-mask, it's just like they're almost like they're needing attention. That's and, my point. Is like they're going like, that's and, all like, they're recording they're, they're, and they're like, yeah, look, they're not letting they're us going in. in with intentions. Like they know they're gonna catch attention because they're not wearing a mask. I'm like, yeah. don't give them the attention that they're looking for. Just fucking ignore them, ignore them and move on. Like I get that they're, oh, we should publicly shame them. Like publicly shaming really doesn't work. Like if someone's just an asshole, they're gonna be an asshole. Well, it works, it works for some people. I think that the, those people want to want the attention. So it's like, it, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a counterintuitive, you know? Yeah. Like you're saying, so, it's like, that's what they're looking for. That's what they fucking want. They want more attention and you're giving it to them. Yeah, and that's all it is. So I'm like, the best way to, uh, like, remove like or, like in comedy, right? Like a heckler, right? Of course, the comedian upstage can destroy them. I've seen that plenty of times, and they do it. Or you just completely ignore them and don't give them the attention that they're looking for. Like they're not even like you look at them like you you you'll probably I've seen people just glance at them and they just move on. They're like I ain't got time for you. I, I've seen, I saw um, one that was, I feel like it was, I felt bad for the guy because he like, it wasn't like he made fun of him because you could tell just the guy who he was. And um, basically the story was that this dude was, I kept heckling, it was one of my buddies, you know? And my buddy was just kind of like, I bet you, I bet you're like, you like, he was like with his friends, you know? And I think it was like some Cholo dude. It might've been in Ontario. I don't remember. Okay. Ontario improv. Um, and I think he told him like, "Oh, are you the, are you the funny guy in the group?" Which happens a lot, right? Like oh. you're the, you're the funny guy in the group. You go to a comedy club, and then this guy's funnier. And you know, subconsciously, you're like, "My friends are gonna think he's funnier than me." Now I'm not the funny guy. Instead of like, "Well, yeah, he's the fucking comedian." Like it's you know what I mean? This but is they try job. to like they try to like, "Oh, he said this," and I'm gonna say this to you guys because I'm the funny guy, and try to like you know relay 
the fucking joke that's coming in or say something else. But, you know, all the time when I used to do comedy, it was like, you should have said this. It's like, oh, then you do it, fucker. So anyways, <laughs> that's the whole thing was like this dude basically was like, and he told him, I bet you're the funny guy in the group, right? And then he's like, oh, yeah, well, well, oh, this guy's hilarious. Like his friends are like, and he's like, he's like, yeah, but you're too much of a fucking pussy to get on stage. And he's like, you, you, you could talk shit from your seat, but you're not a, you're not, you're a pussy. And you won't get on stage and you won't do the work to be a fucking comedian. And like, and the dude was just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But then he shut the fuck up the whole show because he basically told him like the truth, right? Like of what yeah. is really going on. Like, hey, let me fucking work. And if you have, and, and for me, I was always cool. Like somebody says something like, oh yeah, hey, that, hey, like, you know, thanks for fucking adding that or that, that you know, like that's funny. Hey, yeah. that's a good one or whatever. If you're like, if we're, or if I ask you a question or something like that, mm -hmm. but this dude was like, dude, you're bugging me. Like, you're not, you know what I mean? You're trying to add, you're trying to. And so, yeah, after that, it was like, and it's, and it sucks too. Cause like you're saying, you could ignore it and you could be like, Hey, like, don't give this dude his attention. Mm -hmm. Or you could just fucking be like, pinpoint that fucking horrible thing. It's just like, Oh fuck. Like, yeah, that's what's yeah. really living inside of me right now. You know? And that's it. And game over. Right. That's how I, and obviously every situation is different. Right. Yeah. And and you just kind of had to get a, a temperature of it and kind of like all right what 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 needs to be done because I think I went once with uh, um, one of our fraternity brothers and we he was checking out martial arts studios right and martial arts for the most part is very it's just self defense right it's never about attacking it's just about defending yourself yeah controlling the situation and like and moving on and I'll never forget one of the instructors he was talking about like oh you know this is what we do this and that and he goes. No, oh, we're here about you know about self defense. Um, we, we teach you this type of uh, you know martial art. And he goes, and then you know we'll sometimes we'll get into you know some sparring and stuff like that because sometimes people need some communication to behave. And I just was I was I busted out laughing right. It was and he just smiled right because we knew what he was saying. And then you give him a position and you like, smack and you, like you get him like sometimes people need that right. Some people need a you know smack in the face to be like all right shut the fuck up right you know either physically or you know verbally so yeah it's kind of how to get a feel for it some people will get it you know, if you shame them or whatnot and some people yeah. will get it when you smack them in the face yeah i think it's to the point of like some people need some people are used to certain things right like uh like you said kind of going back to the way that you grew up and the way that you you take in information you know some people can handle tough love and some people need a little bit more like, you know, a little bit more like slowly, like, you know, kind yeah. of getting in there. Other people, you could just be like, you know, I feel like I, I it, I feel like I can handle tough love if it's from the right person. Yes. You know, I, and I, and I think, I think you're, I'm going to, I'm going to credit you the other, the other day we we're on a call and you were just like, just fucking go. And I'm like, oh yeah, but this, and you're like, just fucking go. And I'm like, all right, all right. I get it. You know, but when it's somebody that's just like, oh, what are you doing? I'm just like, dude, yeah, I don't respect you. I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah. I, I'm not going to like, I've got to still go through my process because I don't really respect you that much. So you're just talking yeah. shit to me. Yeah, you're just you're just being <laughs> you know? a bully, right? Yeah. And when so you're, like, it, there's a difference between I mean, there's a fine line between being a bully and, and constructive criticism, right? It's, yeah. It's, and again, it, it all becomes, you know, relationship and, you know, your track record and because uh, it can easily be construed like with oh you're just an asshole i'm like no like i'm i'm doing my like i've i've been through this i know what this is about 
Um, sometimes we overthink and we make things super complicated when it really shouldn't be so complicated. Um, and me knowing you, I'm like, I know that you have, you're talented and I know you can carry a conversation. This is a no brainer. Like, don't worry about the, the finished product, just get it done. And eventually it becomes, you start to refine and get things, you know, better and polished and things like that. Yeah, I, I, and I started another podcast with um, with Tony Ramos. He's like, "Oh, bro, you're so you're so much better than me than I than I am." I'm just like, "Plug well, it, bro, plug one, it, plug it." Now we can... <laughs> right, yeah, the man up, the man up podcast with Nick man and Tony. up podcast. Well, we'll uh, oh, we have the I have the Instagram. I told you so. It's a weirdos only podcast, so we'll we'll tag you on there and everything. Nice. So, and uh, so I'm like, "Well, Tony, I've been doing this a little bit longer than you," and. Um, as you get better with it, you know, as you, you do more, you'll, you'll get better. But I go, you're great. I go, you can have a, you can hold a conversation with people. So, I mean, that's pretty much sometimes what a podcast is. is yeah. And I think it's getting better a- to what is going to be you. Right. Because it's mm-hmm. not like, Oh, I want to be like Nick. It's like, dude, but we're different. Like you're yeah. this, you're a different type of, you know what I mean? You got, you got your cow calling fucking cow herds and you got your Joe Rogan's. I feel like Joe Rogan, he, he doesn't go on many rants. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? He mostly leads people in and sometimes you'll maybe ask it some questions or kind of take it in another direction. But you don't hear like, you know, like Colin Cowherd, he'll fucking go for 30 minutes just like, this is fucking bullshit and blah, 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 blah. And I don't, you know what I mean? And he's, that's his style. And you're like, it's not like, oh, I should be like him. It's like, no, because this fits you, you know, like yeah. this is who you are. And that's what people want to see. And that's kind of where like, People keep asking me, what's this podcast going to be? What is the theme? I'm like, it's not like a crime podcast. So there's no, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it, it, there's no, I guess the substance is the people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and the the interaction, because any people got, and it goes back to that same thing we were saying, like with group, right? Because it's like, it's about all these different people, but yet how all these different people are actually a lot alike, you know? Yep. Yeah, we're all weirdos. I, I think that's what that was the whole thing because um the reason that I came up with that is I actually saw that I don't know if you've ever driven from uh I'm pretty sure yeah well when you drive from like when I drive to like LA um there's a there's that in and out right and like passing San Clemente it's like yes. on the side and it's like mm-hmm. there's dealerships it's where like the toll road is at there there's was, a Sam's Club there right no there's a there's Mercedes a dealer oh, okay there's a Mercedes dealer and there's an infinity dealer anyways there's an In-N-Out and a Carl's Jr. together. And then there's a Jack in the Box on this. Anyways, I think it's like okay. Avery or something. One time I stopped okay. there and there's a median. It's actually on my Facebook. Um, there's a, you know, those medians, those like big fucking concrete like things. And it said weirdos only on it. And it just, that word is always like, oh, like, you know, like whenever you're like, like say like, like for, for you, whenever you're, you're, um, you're, you're doing videos, or something but you feel authentic of what, what you're doing sometimes people be like dude you're weird or you're being weird aren't you gonna aren't don't you aren't you afraid that people are gonna think you're weird it's like you know i've been in relationships where i'm just like oh i'm like really happy and i'm like comfortable you know with the girl and then i'm like being like eh, you know and they're <laughs> like dude you're so weird and i'm like yeah i guess yeah you know but we're all weird is, yeah and it's like it's it's who i am and it's like I'm just going to be like, try to, you know, oh, well, oh, it should, you know, not be this or that, you know, it's just like, no, be a fucking weirdo. Like that's, that's who you're going to, uh, that's your most authentic self. 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But then I, I it, then I'm judging myself too because then I was like, if it's, if I make it authenticity, then people are gonna, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's too like, hokey. It to be it's like, too, yeah. you know, yeah. Can't be so too, can't be too real because it may seem fake. Like <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's it's and I I was on the same boat. I feel like before I started my journey into like kind of going into mental health and and learning more about myself and shit like that. I've always was like, ah, oh, some of that shit is so hokey. Like, you know what I mean? It, and it's, it, and after talking to like, you know, therapists and different people, like it's always the the easiest, the simplest concepts that are the fucking hardest. And I'll explain that. It's like, if I say, hey, Nick, just be patient, bro. And he's like, well, what the fuck does that mean? Like, you know, know. it's what like, does it mean? yeah, well, how? Like, you know, but it's just like, just be patient. Like, and there's different things that are going to like, different blocks that are going to help you be more patient. But the true concept is practice patience, right? It's like fucking Gary Vee. It's always, you know, hey, patient, fucking empathetic. It was just like, oh, yeah, dude, but fucking I got this thing, you know? It's like, and just being, I think um, what I what I had written down was when you were talking about anger is, is being okay with being angry too. You know what I mean? Because I used to be in a place where like, it's bad to be angry. You have an anger problem. It's like, no, this dude just kicked me in the fucking nuts. It's okay to be angry. Yep. You know what I mean? Or or this is unfair. Because then you don't stand up for yourself because like, oh, well, you got you were taught as a child, maybe, that anger was not okay. And you need to just fucking listen to what I say because I'm your parent and you don't, you're not allowed to be angry at what I'm telling you. It's like, no, you have to teach kids like, hey, it's okay to have these emotions. I understand that you're angry, but why are you angry? Yeah. You know what I mean? As opposed to just like, no, you're not angry. Can't be angry because I'm the fucking boss and you need to do what I say right now. And then the yeah. kid's just like, oh, fuck. Okay. Then I need to push anger back, back. Anger's bad. You know, instead of like, okay, let me be angry and then kind of go through and be like, okay, I'm not angry no more. And then deal with that later. You know? Yeah. And like, that's a good example, right? Like someone kicked you in the nuts. Like, yeah, you should be fucking mad. Right. But then there's the other side. Where there's like, say like you're driving, right? And then someone cuts you off. <laughs> we always take it personal. Like, and I learned through- For those of you guys class, who don't know Nick, he lives in LA, so. <laughs> yeah, right. So like <laughs> it, a lot of, we were taught, where the, the therapist was talking about it. He goes, how do you know it's personal? Do you know that person? Like maybe that person has an emergency that they have to get home. Because me off. <laughs> right? Like- how do you, maybe they're having they had a bad day at work and they're just yeah. pissed like it's not personal and then once i that hit me i was just like he's right like he, how do we know that's personal or not like if someone cuts me off i'm like what the move right and all my wife would be like oh you should honk at them and shame them i'm like um no i don't think public shaming works i go you know when they're probably learn when they get in a car accident or yeah. someone I, I, like hit yeah, I, I think I, I I know what you're saying. For me, is like I especially like L.A. driving. Sometimes you gotta like, it's not like a honk to shame, but a honk to like, hey, yo, like you know, like a, a warning Ooh. honk or, or you okay. know, hey, you gotta go, man. Because I think what happens, and that this is more of a traffic thing. I'll see people that are like in their fucking phones. Like yeah. I'm like, bro, you're gonna fucking kill somebody. Like you know. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm the best person of not being on my phone, but when you're like this, I'm yeah. like, dude, like, you got, you got to like, you got to pay attention here, man. Like, you almost fucking killed me. I'm not like, and, I'm not trying to shame you. I'm just trying to be like, dude, put it down. 
it's not Mine's worth green. it. It's not worth yeah. it, man. Like it's fucking that text is not worth it right now because you're obviously not paying attention. You're gonna hurt somebody or hurt yourself, you know. And I think also too what we have um, as Americans, right? We're Americans are very entitled and we're very spoiled. We've had a very good life for a very long time. Um, we aren't present because we're on our phones while we're driving. Like people don't realize in other countries, they don't even have the opportunity to purchase a car. Like they don't have that, you know, having a car in some countries is luxury. So, you know, when I'm driving, like driving is fun. Like when you're driving and there's no traffic and you kind of maneuvering, it's really fun. And if you're on your cell phone and you're driving, you're kind of taken away from that fun and, and you're not present. Yeah. So, a lot of times we get caught up in this, oh, I want to see what's going on on Instagram. Like I'll literally see, like, I'll, they'll be like, I see that they're on Instagram. I see they're on the feed while they're driving. I'm like. They'll have it on I the go. dashboard, right? They're yeah, like, right. I'm just like, <laughs> bro, it's like, you're missing out on all the fun. And that's one of the, you know, a lot of the reasons why I like, you know, playing sports. Because sports is one of the things where I'm just like, I do not care what's going on with anything else besides this moment right being present when i'm snowboarding when i'm playing golf when I'm i gotta run golf. i gotta run to get this dude out i gotta like throw right? the ball like that's the only thing going through your head yeah or you're working out like i need to make sure that i am present so i don't get hurt right i yeah. need to be present to be able to max out on this lift so it's it's something that i've i need to get better especially when i'm at home i i, I get you know like, oh, I'm at home, right? Like, you know, and I don't pay attention to my wife. And I, I need to get better at that. And I'm conscious of that. And I know that it, that's something that I need to work on and probably some other people. And But I just don't understand, like, people, like, real life is a lot better than non-real life. Like, whatever's going on on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, uh, TikTok, that's not as cool as real life. Real life is really fun. Well, it, we just it, have- it, it's an extension, right? Because it's, a, it's, it, it's people living other lives, right? And like, I, I think I definitely, when you find those things or, or those people that, you know, then you don't, you don't, you, it's not that you're not, like, you don't need, like, oh, if, you get, if I get a phone call, then yeah, oh shit, someone's calling me, you know? But you don't have that compulsion to like, oh, let me just check Instagram. Like, let me just, you know what I mean? Yeah. I recently deleted it. I was, you know, I kind of went like a few weeks without it. And then like, I jumped back on it and then I jumped back off of it. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I, I could feel those, those, like those, those, that tendency to just, oh, I don't like, it. just like, a, I don't, I'm not doing anything. I'm kind of bored. Let me just check it. You know? Yeah. And so now I'm like, now I'm like, oh fuck. Like I'm more conscious of like, okay, like, this is kind of downtime. I don't really have anything planned at this time. Um, I, I kind of, that's kind of the way I, I roll too. Sometimes I don't like to plan too much, you know, because then you got to leave shit up for variable, but then I'm like, you know what, I'm going to grab that book, you know, that I've been mm. trying to read or something, you know what I mean? Or I'm going to do this, you know, this project that I've been working on, or I'm going to research this or that. And on the other side of that is also, I'm not going to do shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's one thing I have trouble with. And I, I, I feel like something probably goes off for you because it's like an entrepreneur and shit. You're always like, there's always something you can be doing. Yes. You know, there's always something you can be doing. And I think I had to get to the level of like, it's also okay not to do shit. 
because there's always going to be something to do. So you're fine. Like there's always, you're always going to have shit to do and you're never, it's never going to run out, you know? Yeah. So that's definitely like trying to keep that. And I don't know if that's also a Latino thing, right? No seas huevón. Yeah. You know, nada más estás ahí en el sofá de huevón. Ponte a limpiar. <laughs> yeah. Because again, you know, that older generation, they, I mean, there's people that can make money off their phone, right? Like they, they, that, they literally can just be on their phone posting stuff and they're getting paid, I don't know, like a thousand dollars, right. To do content. And the older generation doesn't quite understand that. Like they're, you know, they're, I have these conversations with people who are like, you know, that recently got laid off because the factories were closed because, you know, because of COVID and things like that. I'm like, okay, you're not working now. You're not working because that job closed down, but it doesn't mean that there isn't work. There's work. It's just different. Yeah. It's, it's somewhere else. Are you so willing you to do to, it? <laughs> yeah. You just have to learn new skills. Yeah. So the older generation is used to like you physically doing something to be compensated with cash. You know, like I put up a drywall. I laid cement. I cut grass. I cleaned your house. I installed your cable. I installed your floor. Like whatever. Right? All these, you know, trades. Nothing like, I mean, those are all jobs, they're all, you know, jobs that you need, but there's also ways of like, you know, doing someone's social media, email marketing, um, doing research, right? A virtual assistant, um, video editing. There's so much stuff that you, you can do from your phone or from a computer from home. You don't really have to leave. And sometimes that doesn't trick, that doesn't like, people just don't kind of see how that connects. And because we've, we also have that, that, like you said, like we're, there's always something to do. Like I, I find myself having that problem a lot where, you know, it kind of affects my sleep. And I was having this conversation with an older woman yesterday. She's like, yeah, you go, the younger people are always so busy, but, it, you know, and they're always doing something that kind of affects their sleep where, you know, the older people are kind of like, ah, well, I'm done. And they don't stress out and they're yeah. able to go to bed like at nine o'clock, you know, and I was, I chuckled, right. I was, I was like, Oh man, like it's, it's true. Like sometimes we do it to ourselves. Like I, and at the oh, moment yeah. I realized, I realized, you know what, I, for, you know, like on one, like maybe at each day I'm going to have like, maybe like two hours of just like me time or family time. I have a buddy that's can do that. Like he doesn't respond to messages, phone calls or anything when he's with his family. Cause he's present. Right. Yeah. That's come back to what I was saying earlier. Right. We had to be, um, get better at being present. And that's one thing that I'm currently working on learning, learning how to put my phone away and just be present in the moment because real life is pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, so, that's, that's why you're, that's why you're on your phone. Right. Because you're like, you're thinking of, of things you could be doing or you should be doing that are outside of, of that realm or like, you know, connecting with 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 people i think that you know we get there's that like there's that good side and the bad side right of 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 the social media because like well technically there's a person behind that you know behind that phone you know Mm -hmm. there's someone there and there's there you know they have they have a life and they have a whole you know a whole thing going on and it's not just based off of that that picture that they they posted you know what i mean and I mean, it's like you said, kind of like going back to that, uh, taking things personal is like, sometimes you were like, oh, this, this motherfucker is trying to, 
trying to call me out right now. You know what I mean? It's just like he just posted a picture. Maybe he is, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. uh even that's the thing is like I don't know if you ever read the four agreements. Yes. So uh, one of them yes. is don't take anything personal. And so yeah. I think that even even if he is, even if he's saying fuck Nick, it's like he's still doing that because of his own reasons. You know what I mean? He's still like it's whatever's going on within him that he's like, I'm going to make this post shitting on Nick and I'm going to put it out there because Nick deserves to be shamed and blah, blah. But that's still because of what he's feeling, right? Maybe you wronged him and maybe it's because of his own shit that he's like, man, I thought Nick was going to be a great friend and blah, blah, blah. And I did this for him and I expected him to do this. And as it's like, when you're living in the moment and you're trying to be mindful, you got to do things without expectations. I, you know what I mean? And it's, it's not like, you know, and me and you, we've worked together for a while now and just like helping yeah. each other out. It's never like, yo, bro, like, what the fuck? Like, I did this. Like, you know, you, you can't be leaving me hanging. It's like, oh, if you're busy, you're busy. Fuck it. You know what I mean? It's, it's mm -hmm. fine. And, and we're also like, at least the way I am, I know a lot of people are more like, oh, well, it's got to be time. I don't give a fuck if you hit me up at 10 at night and you're like, hey, I fucking got this question. Because I'll, I'll either answer it. I'll be like, oh, hey, like, I'll get to you tomorrow or whatever. But a lot of people are like, oh, shit, like, you know, you're bugging me or or, you know what I mean? Or like you tech like people are so I think we're I think we're this the social media thing is is creating an environment of like who is the busiest and who can care the least. Mm. Right. Because if I text you and you text me back too fast. Oh, my God, Nick, you're such a weirdo. It's like, well, no, I was on my phone and your text came in, so I just answered it. Yeah. Like, what, what's the big, why I have to, oh, wait, yeah. let me, let me ne let Nick fucking sit for 20 minutes and then I'll answer him. That's a waste <laughs> of fucking 20 minutes. That's just, oh, yeah, there you go. Boom. And I move on on what I'm doing, you know? And it's more like, I don't want to be the one to text him. You know, it's even, not even just in relationships, but with friends sometimes too. Yeah. Like, you know, like, oh, I don't want to overwhelm my friend, you know? I think that happens a lot. And it's like, that's where you kind of also figure out like who's there for you too, you know, yeah. and what, at and, what and level, you know, you can't expect people to like, Hey dude, you're supposed to be my fucking friend. You're supposed to be there all the fucking times. Like, yeah, you know? Yeah. Again, it's, that's them. Right. And I've learned, uh, a, a really, uh, recently, um, when it comes to communication, you know, I, especially for business and I tried to keep everything pretty black and white uh, and very minimal gray. There's always going to be gray, but setting boundaries is super, super important. Yeah. And when I learned about that and I learned about setting boundaries in, um, in anger management, it was fucking awesome. Right. And I also learned that, the person on the other side that you're setting the boundaries for may not like, like the boundaries that you're setting and there's going to be an adjustment and, but you have to be okay with that. And I know like for, for the most, like moving, like for a fairly long time, I don't, I'm not a big person to do fate. Like if I do a favor for you, I do a favor for you, period. I'm not expecting anything back. Yeah. Um, if, I ask you to do something. I pay you. There's no favor. I paid you. You did a service. We're done. And I've gotten pretty good at kind of doing that. And also 
setting boundaries for people. So when they um, are asking for something from me, like I'll let them know, like, hey, this is going to cost you this. Or, you know what? I got you. I'll take care of it. It's not that hard. Uh, no big deal. Right. And learning how to set those boundaries is what's really been helpful for me to be able to, you know, not take things personal because I used to take things personal all the time. Yeah. I mean, you feel guilty, guy, right? right? Of like, like, I did this, I did that. And, and then I just like, you, you know, feel well, used, you know, mm-hmm. but it's just like, why do you feel used? Because you expected something, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you yeah. fucking wanted too much. And it's like, well, why did you, what, what were your intentions for what you did in the, initially, you know? Yeah. That's, and a lot of the times that that can be controlled by yourself, right? Like I can, I can, I, I can react different uh, to the situation. P- a person's going to do what they're going to do. They're going to come in. They're going to do their thing. But you can control how you react to it and how you take the situation. And you can, you know, that's what you can control. You can't control anyone else. If you're going to, because I know many times, like, especially during the pandemic, like I hooked up a ton of people i don't talk about it because i don't want to talk about it i'm not trying to be like hey look at me i'm giving homeless people money i'm like oh like i've hooked up you know a ton of business owners a ton of like you know people with with rent and i don't talk about it because i don't you know it's it's about doing it right and i i don't expect anything and this past year i've been blessed with so much and I don't ever do anything with any expectation. I just do it because it's the right thing to do. Like if, you know, it's like my barber, right? My barber, he's been having a tough time this year. It's anyone in the service business is, is That's struggling, That's fucking terrible. Right? Like so barbers, it, they're just like, you can't fucking work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Like, wait, what the you can't fuck? work. I'm like. I'm just glad I'm not about? in that, you know, realm. Like, fuck. You know, you know, and it's like, you have to do. Speakeasy barbershops. <laughs> exactly, right? It's like prohibition. So I remember when I, I, I went to the barber, um, I got my hair cut and I gave him a hundred bucks. And then he's looking, he looked at me, he's like, Oh my, like Nick, I'm like, don't, don't worry about it. It is what it is. Merry Christmas. Just walk. Right. And you can tell how he took that reaction. It was like, Oh, like he was like, and one thing that I'll never forget, people will always remember how you make them feel. They don't remember what you said. How you make someone feel will stick with them forever, good or bad, right? Yeah. Like you can be someone, like come through for someone. Like I know my barber will never forget that, ever, right? Yeah. During the dark, you know, midst of a pandemic, he he's gonna remember that. And they're also like, there's also some other people that are not gonna forget. Fuck, Nick made me feel like a fucking like like nothing when he made that comment, right? Yeah. <laughs> there's there's I I both extremes, right? Yeah. So, but. As long as you're, again, my intention when I say things, it's not, unless someone's trying to be like a, a real jerk, right? And trying to like hurt your feelings and like, okay, someone needs some communication, but I'm not, you know, going to be malicious, but I've always been just be as good as possible. Do as much as good as you can. Don't expect anything in return because it's the right thing to do. And then I, Gary V says this all the time, karma is so practical. Like, I'm like, I look at sometimes I'm just like, man, like I'm spending a lot of money and I'm like, I'm getting more money back. Like, what the fuck? Like, it, it just is what it is, right? A lot of people but, like to use karma as a bad thing, though. Like, oh, fuck, karma's going to show you, fucker. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, so it's like. <laughs> oh, all the time, right? And, and it's true, though. You know, like, especially like in relationships when someone does you dirty, you're like, oh, you know, like, 
this is gonna like karma's gonna get you and, and it does yeah. right and I, I would get some like joy out of someone getting their well like, i think that's <laughs> like to me i i just see like like I, i'm very like empathetic right in the sense to where like i'm like fuck like for you to do something like that it's you're 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 hurting there's something inside you that you're fucking hurting. Like, you know what I mean? Like when people just go out and fucking cheat or do all this, like, like, it's not that it's not that black and white. Right. It's just like, Oh, well, fucking, I just, you know, just do it. And it's like, no, you're like, you were in a good situation or whatever it may be, or you have a very high lack of communication skills because why wouldn't you have an, enough like empathy for that person to just say, Hey, like, I, I don't, I'm not digging this, you know, like, and I got to move on. Instead of like, oh, let me fucking go and do some fucking self-destructive shit um, because maybe you were, but you're just fucking scared, you know, and you got all this fucking, you know, stuff about your 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 past and you don't trust people and you don't like being treated well or or whatever. You, you're always going after, you know, fucking guys who treat you like shit. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Or girls who fucking want to control you and tell you what to do. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, well, this is where I'm comfortable. But instead of like, you know what, I, I'd fucking, I'm doing shit to like either protect myself, you know, from the fears that you have, you know, like fucking I'm going to cheat that way. I don't have to communicate and tell, you know, and do this and that, you know, or where they could come and chase me and fucking, oh, what the fuck yeah. going on? The Crazy. Drama. I'm like, if you're getting into a fucking shouting match with somebody, you should not, this, this is not a healthy It's thing. not productive. You know, it's just not, it's not a healthy thing, no matter what, even if it's with a friend, you know, you shouldn't be fucking like ripping on each other like that. It should be like, Hey, you're being a dick. What's the problem? Oh, you did this and that. Okay. Like you work it out instead of just like, you know, fucking throwing down and shit and be like, okay, we're good now. No, that was <laughs> fucking super unhealthy, dude. We almost killed each other. Like, you know, yeah. like this isn't going to fucking work. Like, well, what is, this isn't a friendship. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. You're just an asshole. <laughs> and then a lot of people like um, during during the pandemic and during, you know, bad times, you know, people that like, I've seen people change. Right. Uh, one thing that I've I've learned a very long time ago is to be consistent. Uh, being consistent is such a uh, a healthy habit of just being who you are. Right. If you're people always think like when you're when you're poor, people are really nice. Like, no. There's poor people that are assholes, and um, and they think that money changes you. I, I've I've seen with my own eyes someone who is an asshole when they were poor. They're a bigger asshole when they have money. Yeah, I've I mean, also seen. You don't have to be fucking. You don't have to expect. Oh, you're poor. You should be fucking grateful. It's just like no, I'm poor. <laughs> Let me <laughs> be <sucks>. an asshole. <laughs> Oscar the Grouch, right? <laughs> you know? Perfect example, right? So. I would always tell one of my roommates, "Is like, oh, this is this is broke person talking. This is broke person talking. Like, this is who this person is." And he would, oh yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, it's no, no, stop being broke. Like, and and then he starts to become back, and you start to, and like in the pandemic, right? Like, oh, this is pandemic, so and so. Like, this is not normal, so and so. Like, you're uh, changing, and you have to be like you were saying, like empathetic to people during you know these times or. If, if someone's acting a certain way, they could be stressed out. Yeah. You know, maybe they found out that they had an autoimmune disease and if they get COVID, they're going to get their, they can get really sick and 
you know, maybe they didn't take care of themselves for the last like five years and, you know, they're, they're pre-diabetic, right? And, and they're worried, right? But there's also people like me who is very proactive. Like I've been consistent with my health, working out, things like that. So I'm not scared. I, you know, I, I got COVID. Um, I was really only sick for one day. Um, and then after that, I recovered really quickly. I mean, from the time I got the results of being positive and five days later, I was negative. So everyone's like, oh, you got lucky. Well, you know, yes, you know, maybe. But yes, because also, I mean, there's not, there's so much undetermined there. I think, you know, there is a yeah. bit of luck because it's something that it's not like you understood it. You yeah. know, like if I do this, this and that, then I'll be fine. You know what yeah. I mean? And like it, and I think I remember, I'll never forget the saying because the harder I work, the luckier I become, right? Like, oh, Nick, you're so lucky with this. You're so, lucky. Uh, yeah, like, get, no. yeah. you know, like I've I worked really hard. Like, the reason why I'm able to like wear this clothes or look this way is because you know I'm pretty consistent with my diet and you know things like that. So, it, there's when the pandemic, right? And people who are like that, back to that person who's like worried, right? Pandemic, you know, Joe, right? I'm like, oh, this is pandemic Joe right now. This, this, so, you know, once the pandemic goes over, I, this person will probably go back, back to normal. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to reach out to that friend. I'm like, hey, you know, during the pandemic, this is how you acted. And you're probably acting like this because of your actions prior to it. So now that the pandemic is over, you should make these changes so that way you don't become pandemic Joe anymore. Right. Yeah. So that way you're, you can be a normal acting citizen. You don't have to be all like, Oh, you know, like anxious and have your anxiety go through the roof. And where it sucks sometimes is, you know, people don't have that, that discipline. Right. And people will tell me like, Oh, Nick, you're a weirdo. Right. You always eat the same food or weirdo you do, this, only. You do that. Yeah. Right. You're a weirdo. Right. I mean, I honestly think we're all weird. And if you aren't weird, you're a weirdo. Like, but what's weird to like, <laughs> it's, it's, I always think it's so funny when like, it's just like, you know, you're like, oh, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to, you know, eat that. I'm, I got, I got some meals or whatever. Or I'm going to, I'm going to eat, eat, cook this healthy meal or whatever. And then like, I was like, I'm trying to be healthier. Oh, fucking idiot. Like it's just, they're shitting on you for trying to be healthy. What are you doing? Like, how dare you try to be healthy? But that's it's back to the me. same shit. It's personal. Cause fuck you. I don't have the discipline to do that. So fuck you. Don't do that. Exactly. Fucking stay down here with me and be fat. Like, you know what I mean? It's like be unhealthy, you know, it's, it's it, and, and everyone is so different too. It, it, that's, that's what I was pointing out to you with like the coronavirus. It's like, obviously you did everything that you could on your end to, to be healthy, you know, but there's, there's, there were people that were perfectly fucking, they were healthier than yours. It was like some dude that was like a triathlete, you know, and it just fucking, demolished him he still has like scarring and shit like that you know what i mean on his lungs to where like you don't none of us knew how it would hit you specifically and i yeah. think that then there's that like oh it's because you did this or did that you know what i mean obviously it gives you a better chance you know mm -hmm. what i mean so like but i mean you can fucking you know there's like you said there's people are going through their own shit um but yeah you could get smacked at something like look at these people just get smacked with fucking cancer dude and just like what the fuck I've yeah. done everything good my whole life. And, you know, and you're just like, well, fuck it, dude. Let's fucking smoke some crack. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're just like, I try to be healthy my entire life and still got fucked. So yeah. that goes back to just be in the fucking moment, dude. And just 
be happy. If, yeah. if, if eating, if eating broccoli every single day doesn't make you happy, then, then find something that's going to be healthy or good for you. That makes you happy that you enjoy and not just have to like, Oh, let me just power through all this fucking broccoli. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause there's good, good fucking, you can make bomb fucking healthy meals. A steak is unhealthy. Yeah. If you eat fucking four steaks a day and you wrap them in bacon and you fucking butter them up and you, you know what I mean? Then that's unhealthy. Yeah. But it's good meat, you know? Yeah. And vegetables, like it's, I, well, that's one thing that I really, you know, I was talking about like food wise, like I wasn't a big fan of vegetables, but once you learn how to prep them and know how to cook yeah. them, um, it's really, they come out pretty good. And you don't got to so, eat all of them. You can, you buy the ones you're we're adults now we could buy the ones yeah. that we want <laughs> exactly you don't have to if you don't like peas don't buy peas yeah if exactly you like broccoli you like brussels sprouts you like you know bell peppers and eat that if you don't like corn then ditch the and corn you right always wrap it in bacon don't forget whatever it is you can wrap bacon it makes everything bacon. better yeah oh my buddy just did um he, this is terrible segue but <laughs> he, <laughs> he posted these uh bacon wrapped oreos Oh. I was like, bro. He's like, he's like, it's fucking bomb. I was like, man, it looks weird, but I mean, no. I like both of those things. Sometimes they shouldn't be to, like. Sometimes two things you like shouldn't be together. But that I was like, maybe. And he's like, yeah, dude, it's so good. He's like, I just put them in the oven. That's nice little crispy, salty and sweet, man. I was like, yeah, I didn't exactly, exactly. And that's I was like, man, you know what? I'm gonna try that. Definitely gonna fucking try that because. I like, I like, I think, um, cause I know you, you cook as well and you put, post your meals and stuff. I think that only when people see it at like the highest level, right. When you see like those top chef and shit like that, you're like, oh wow. Like, you know, there's, there's like a, you know, the plate looks so nice, but the whole action of it just, I feel like there's, there is an art to cooking. You know what I mean? Like every little thing and balancing shit out, like you're, you know, you're boiling this and you know, this is in the oven. And like you could always tell when someone gives a fuck when they're mm. cooking. You yeah. know? Like it's just like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna finally fucking grate the onion, you know, and yeah. so it, cause it cause then it caramelizes and it does this and, and it's like and then you see somebody else just chops the onion in half and just fucking throws it in there. They're like, it's in there, right? Like it's in there. It's like, yeah, but it's going to give it a different flavor. I, I guess my point is like, there's an art form to it. And, mm -hmm. and, um, like I, when I, when I cook, sometimes I feel like it's like a, like a meditation as well. It's a, it's a you know, it's a, it's a dance, like an art, yeah. you know? So you, know, you just have to know how to, how to, how to work with what you got. And yeah. I know for myself, like, uh, one of the things that, I appreciate uh, TikTok is I learned a lot of good recipes. Uh, TikTok, I mean, there's so many people on TikTok that show you how to make these bomb meals. Beep, 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 yeah. beep, beep. And then you learned a lot of good dances too. That too. <laughs> but um, there was this guy I, I, I found, it was, it was one of the things recommended for you and he showed how to make a recipe and I was like, oh shit, like yeah, how to make a sauce, right? So you put like spinach, you put a little bit of water and you put mozzarella. And he, he said, this is my, my sauce, like for my the meal that I'm going to make. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, let me try that. And I tried it and it came out pretty good. And I did it last night and I wanted to eat. Um, I made some, some veggies. I put them in, in the air fryer to kind of warm them. Actually, no, no, I put it in a, on a pan and I kind of warmed them up. They were already cooked. And then um, I separately, I made that sauce and I put 
spinach, a little bit of water, goat cheese, blended it up, put a little bit of, you know, like salt and garlic. And shima came out pretty bomb. And then I was thinking about it. Well, if I throw in some cilantro, if I, some oregano, yeah, right? Yeah, you start playing with shit. That... You know, and it, it, and it makes your boring meal delicious. So sometimes, you know, just that little tip, you know, will be able to make your boring meal to something really delicious. And it makes it easier to stay consistent because what like, one of the things that I, I said before is that I love my strongest the strong suit is finding something and creating a habit behind it so I can be consistent because being consistent is probably one of the best, my strongest, um, uh, one of my, like my strengths, right? Like I, I can be consistent. Once I learn something, like when I'm budgeting my money, I've been consistent for the last 13 years. I've never had a problem with money because I developed a habit and I did it over a long period of time. Boom. When it comes yeah. to eating, you know, I can be pretty consistent, but I, I do have that. I'll have a little more margin for error there because I have a sweet tooth, but you know, I can, I'm still improving my gym. I have been working out for a very long time. Do I look like a fucking, like a super freak athlete? No, because there's that 25% of error when it comes to my eating. Right. And I'm, a, and I'm a, a, okay with that. But one of my problems was always about making food, um, more interesting because i would always be in the same like eat the same yeah stuff. yeah yeah chicken yeah, rice and veggies right and it would just be the same thing for four days put some fucking like, salt on that bitch right and that's i'm like it. i'm tired of this shit right like by thursday you're like i hate this chicken. that's why i wanted to learn to cook i think even as a kid like my my like my mom or my dad be working and it was like fucking cereal again like you know what i want to try to <laughs> like uh, i want to try to learn how to make eggs and shit like that and you know even now, like, man, I, like a couple months ago, I try to like pre-salt a steak. You know, mm. you get, you get like the, I was trying, I looked up some stuff, like you said, kind of looking it up on the internet. And that's why, I mean, it's great on the internet. You fucking find shit and, you know, and so it's like pre-salting it before, letting it sit in. I think I used the wrong salt. Um, so it like, it fucking, it was a lot heavier. So like, it's like, Oh, put this much salt on there. But the one that I had, I think, I, I don't know if I use granulated. I, it just fucking, mm. it just went in there. And then I used salted butter too. Oh my God. It was so salty. And like, <laughs> I've made good steak before, you know, but I was just like, fuck, like, I just, I just murdered this fucking steak. Like, this is, this is terrible. This is fucking terrible. You know? And you feel like shit, you know, because like you like you said, like the consistency and like oh, I thought I had it down, you know, but that's it kind of it humbles you, you know, to where like this isn't this isn't just so like, you know, you can't you can't just throw shit on a pan either. You yeah. got to like I said, you can't just chop the onion and throw it in there. You got to like, you know, <laughs> you have, to, you have to put in some time. You have to like, oh, let me let me watch it. Let me keep my eye on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, and it is true, man. It's just uh, I think if people can just learn how to be consistent um i think we'd be a lot life would be a lot easier um but you know as simple as that is like kind of like your therapist is like you know like just do it right just be consistent it's it's like oh my god like do i really have to do this right like do i do we have to keep going to the gym i'm like yeah it's like life you know like well and then i think it goes back to your, your thing on boundaries right mm. like you're saying well i'm not fucking you know jocko willink i'm not fucking david goggins fucking get your ass out there and fucking run yeah. like you know you're 
you're going to the level to where like I'm happy with where I am. I'm content in being, you know, this size and being this weight and I don't need to get a fucking six pack or fucking traps up to my fucking ears. <laughs> like it's just not something that I want. But it's it's fine that you do it, but that's not my that's not but I just go to like, you know, maybe do the upkeep and shit like that. Cause I used to like, oh you know what? I need to fucking bench more. I need to bench more. Like I need to, you know, get more and more and more, get stronger and stronger. Instead of like, oh, I want to maintain this, and I mm. want to just be healthy. And I want to just be good. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. having having goals is okay, right? Like you know, being wanting to bench more and squat more because it kind of gives you a target, right? Because you want to yeah. like, you have a target and you reach it. Like it's always pushing it. How what I use it for is you know exercise is sports. So. I play a lot of sports and I always want to get better at sports and working out helps me improve sports. Like you can see my snowboard back there. Right. Yeah. And when at our gym that we go to, the trainers are always like, you know, keep everything tight when you're, when you're doing a deadlift, when you do, everything should be like contracted when you're doing everything. So that way you're, you're bracing yourself and you do this. And they always talk about flexing your glutes. I always fucking tell you to do your core and your core and your core. Yeah. And you're just like, where, yeah. you know, but then you start using yeah. your lower back and you fuck it up. Yeah. So like, you're always like, we, your butt, your glutes are super underutilized. Like people have to be able to, you know, like kind of when people like flex their guns, like you want to be able to flex your, your glutes like that, like flex them. So when I went They're big fucking muscles too. They are. So some like we don't use, yeah, right? There's some that have bigger glute gains. Than but you could build it. And that's the thing is it's like, you know, you could put more muscle back there, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, and they're, so they're good to, muscles to have because they're at that core area, you know? Exactly. And it, it, it bails out your back. So like when I, when I snowboard, um, if you're people who are listening to this and, and they snowboard, you can break with your toes or you can break with your heels. So when you're going down the mountain, you always want to be on an edge. I'm always <laughs> beat be the fuck up, dude. I was, I I've been wanting to try skiing. I was like, maybe I'd have more control. If you know how to skateboard, go on a snowboard. You no, I've done learn. snowboarding, but I always get beat the fuck up. You, you know? do that in the very beginning, but if you if you commit to it, if you I picked one season and I was like, I'm going to get better, and I did, and then. Little by little, every time I would just go to a different resort, I would just get better and better and better. Yeah, yeah. Last time I learned, um, well, the last time I went on, on Friday when I snowboarded, my calf, my left calf gave out on me because I was literally riding on my edge and I was just relying too much on my left calf to um, stay on my toes to kind of control my speed. And I'm like, okay, I need to do something different because I'm not uh, – I'm going to overuse my, my calf and it, and it cramped up. So I can't be doing this anymore. So the following day when I asked nobody, which is on Sunday, I was stuck on, yeah, I was stuck on a trail that it's when you're on a big mountain and you're trying to go from one side to the other, you have to go through this area where it's kind of flat. So you have to have a lot of speed going in and you just kind of have to maintain that to be able to get to the other side. If not, you have to take off your board and you have to walk. It's really annoying. So I, that happened to me on Sunday and I was like, all right, on Friday, my left my left calf tightened up on me. I'm like, I don't want to go through that anymore. So let me, instead of going relying on my on my toe side, let me rely on my heel side, which is my my butt and my hamstrings or bigger muscles in my calves, um, and hopefully this will help. So I did is I I leaned up on my board, on the heels, and I just flexed my glutes 
the whole time. And I just kind of stayed, I braced myself and I was like, boom, the whole way. So like back to like, you know, we're, we're, this all starts, you know, because of the gym, right? Like when I go to the gym, my goal is to improve in sports. That was the proof, right? Like I go to the gym, our trainers are always telling us, flex your glutes, keep everything tight. You know, like, you know, this will keep you, protect yourself from getting injured and when i was snowboarding I was like boom i was like oh hell yeah it was like super so like my when i go to the gym it's never about oh i just want to be vain and like abs and like big arms or anything like no it helps me for my sport which i plan to do for as long as i can so i mean i just get a kick out of people sometimes where when they go to the gym or they get on a diet or, or if it's like saving money and then they, they reach their goal and then they stop. I'm like, no, like create a new goal, right? Like if your goal is yeah. to be able to bench 145, you know, 15 times. All right, cool. Move on. It's always just an on it's uh, I, I was reading the book over the, the week, uh, over the weekend, um, the art, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. And there was this one quote that said, he goes, your problems don't, the problems never go away. They just get upgraded. And it, you're always going to have problems. Like it, it's just learning how to deal with them. That's it. Like you're always going to have problems. You always have to deal with it and get used to it. You're never not going to have problems. They just get upgraded. And I was like, oh my God. Like it was just like, it's true. Like I have problems. They didn't have problems when I had, you know, 10 years ago. But yeah. No, and I think uh, I think it made a good point there um, with uh, just talking about I, what I what I heard when you were talking about the snowboarding is like you you've been snowboarding for years and yet like you never figured that out. But the fact that you're like going to the gym, doing this, and working out, it give you, it gave you the tools and the know how to be like once you were in that situation, you know you were able to like, oh, okay, this is a solution that I can add to it and it's gonna improve it. But I think that that's where like, although it was a solution, there was still some pain. You still had the fucking calf that blew out and you know what I mean? Like yeah. you still had to go, but it this facilitated it because you didn't just fucking give up. You know what I mean? So it, it you had not only the 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 muscles, but the the like, the mental ability to put that shit together and to correlate to say, oh, okay, this is what I need to do. And I need to stay in here. Yeah. Cause you could have just been like, fuck it. I'm just going to get off and I'm going to walk. Yeah. But then again, maybe, you know how they say like lazy people are the most, you know, the, the, always most of the, that's where ingenuity comes from. Cause you're like, fuck, I don't want to walk. I need to figure out a way to get over there. That's going to be easier and faster. You know what I mean? So. No, it's absolutely true, man. Like uh, lazy people, Yes, they're lazy in, in, in certain things, but they're also really creative in trying to find solutions, right? Like, yeah, I, I was like, all right, cool. Like, I want to be able to figure out how to, you know, I guess be lazy when I'm having fun and squeeze my glutes and like, yeah. brace myself and just kind of go with it. And it worked. Cool. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's that kind of like the shit that you, like I said, it's you don't realize it. And then you're like, oh, like, everyone's going to look at my ass I'm squeezing my cheeks or something. You know what I mean? But like, you're not, nobody's like, Oh, look at that dude's ass. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. figuring it out. So 
I think oh, that's um, so funny that you mentioned that because they're like, oh, are you looking at my butt? Are you, are you seeing my, my underwear, right? You see my underwear line? Like when you're squeezing, right? Because we all know what it looks like because we'll look at ourselves and be like, oh, someone's looking at me. That Ned Flanders, <laughs> that Ned Flanders one where it's uh, where, you, where you're skiing. You ever seen that one on The Simpsons? Yes. It feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. And you're, if you were wearing that like that suit, because I feel like everybody wears like the big jacket, right? You know, like to go snowboarding and shit like that. You don't wear the 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 little nut huggers. Funny. You know, to get in there, so I I think we we've got a we got a little bit of time. I don't want to take your whole day. You know what I mean? We could. I know that we could. Um, yes. I don't know if there's anything kind of here at the end. Yeah, I know you have. Um, um, I, we didn't even really talk about what you do. I know, you know, which is, is fine, uh, I guess, you know, there's no need to, to share what I do. I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I'll share it, but just, I'm not he's, gonna he's wearing the t-shirt. I mean, he's uh, yeah, I, mean <laughs> yeah, I, I am health insurance. I'm a health insurance broker. I've been doing it for the last 13, 14 years. Um, I really know it really well. Um, I found a way to communicate, uh, the fact that I do health insurance in a very, uh, funny way that works with me, with my style of humor. Um, and it's been working. Um, I have a lot of fun being creative that, uh, creating content to be able to share, uh, the product that I sell is my creative outlet. So I found the balance and yeah. I, I know one thing that I, I think I'll end it with this. Um, some people will look at the way I do things and that, oh, that's, that's weird. I don't know why he does that. Right. Like, that's just, um, it, I was very naive and thought that there was always going to be a perfect job that. I would never have any problems and everything would be all good. Yeah. Uh, I am, I fortunately was able to realize that through a hobby where I was able, I, I played a lot of softball because I wanted to get better to beat my fraternity brothers. And I ended up creating like this big old group of softball people. And I started, you know, hosting softball tournaments and I, I threw and I was like, I was like, Oh my God, I'm excited. I finally found my calling. I'm going to throw softball tournaments and I'm going to do this and it would be all good. I threw the tournament and went really well. A lot, majority of the people had fun, except for the team that lost and didn't win, like the championship. But that's yeah. normal, right? Like it's there's winners and there's losers. Like, and that's the thing I like about sports is like there's they won, you lost. Period. Um, they were salty about it, and I at that moment I realized, you know what? There is going to be problems regardless of what you do. Like it doesn't matter what you do for a living. You're yeah. always going to have problems. And it's, even if it's something that you absolutely love, like your passion, right? Even if I were to start a snowboarding, you know, venture, I would have problems. So it's okay to do something that you may not really like, but if you can find a way to be, um, communicate that or communicate, you know, like in business, right? You're able to create a, a way to, uh, Create a uh, you can have a creative outlet through yeah through marketing right and in your end product is pretty much the insurance you you're gonna have fun right yeah this I don't like health insurance it's really annoying it's super expensive it's like fuck man I feel bad sometimes when I have to give people bad news about how much it's gonna cost them and I don't I don't like go on things like oh you get, I'm like I don't my commission what I is not the best like. Yes, your your policy is eight hundred dollars. Like I'm not getting like a hundred bucks a month or anything like that. Like, Cover California pays us very little. Um, but I like the fact that I'm able to provide a solution uh, to somebody, be a, a a guidance to them, make them feel comfortable, give them peace of mind that they 
they pick the right plan and then they have someone on their side to help them when things get you know pretty bad. And yeah. I, I hope, you know, that my weirdness um, of, you know, my videos that I do. Yeah. And, putting and yourself the, out there and, and, yeah. and being vulnerable, being willing to put yourself out there to, you know, to people. And, to, you know, I think that that's one thing that I had told you before, like you have that knowledge and even though you're like, well, it's kind of like, yeah, health insurance sucks, but it sucks for everybody. And you have a way better understanding of it. And that's, I was like, Nick, like, you have a lot of value for people, you know what I mean? That, you know, it can help a lot of people and, and yeah, maybe you're charging them a fuck ton of money, but you're not charging them the money. Like, yeah. it's just like, this is what it is, man. Like, you know, yeah. It's a and I know up. people like will say stuff like, and you know, they won't say it direct. There's some people that will say it directly to me, but some people I know they, they talk behind my back and they're like, Oh, Nick, it's so weird. This and that, you know what? I own my weirdness and my weirdness has been working. And there is nothing weird with results and results is the best silencer. One thing that I, that I kind of like noticed about you and kind of, you know, respect about you is that you, that like the authenticity to where like, I've heard you say like, and I've heard like, it, it sounds kind of fucked up, but like, it's those, like you mentioned those boundaries of like, you know, certain people where you're like, dude, fuck that guy. And I was like, Oh, why? Well, he was like, nah, just fuck that guy. Cause, cause you, you know yourself that you're like, that guy's not a good person or he's, he's just, he's not someone I need in my life and I've tried and, or whatever. It's, it's not, it's not that crazy, but you're just kind of like, I don't need that kind of energy. And it's good when people can, like, like you said, draw those boundaries to say like, like, I don't, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do my own thing and I'm going to, you know, like I, I know who I am enough to where like, I don't need to like validate myself to be like, Oh, that guy likes me or this guy doesn't like me. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, dude, I'm, it's not worth it. You know, yeah, it's not. And if and I've I've believed this one hundred percent. Like opinions do not pay your bills. Like you can't go to the, you know, to your favorite restaurant and tell them like, oh, here's an a fifty opinions of people. Can I pay for my dinner? <laughs> They're gonna look at you like you're a fucking weirdo, right? Like you're fucking crazy. Are you, you, you an know? influencer? Yeah. Oh, here's here's a million likes. Can I can I pay with my food? Like they they people are doing that. I mean, there's okay. There's <laughs> there's. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah there's those fucking right? influences like, out there. Like, you're like, right? No, like, you gotta pay, bro. <laughs> I was like, I don't give a fuck about your. Now, there, there are some people that they know the restaurant knows if this person gives a review of their pizza, that their sales will go up. Yeah, there is that's a fact. But if you're not that level, I'm sorry, but you can't pay with comments and <laughs> and, and like. This is real life, sir. Yeah, uh, we 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 need dollars to yeah. pay for your meal. We all need fucking dollars. Keep going. Well, thank you, man. Just, thanks for joining me. Thanks for the thanks for the inspiration and then the the help kind of in the setup as well. Hopefully, I can figure it out going forward and I can get some cool effects in here. No, man, it's, it's gonna be fun. I'm I'm glad. Am I guest number one? Yeah, you had to be. Oh, wow. You had to be. I could put you. <laughs> I could put you like number six and just pretend like you were number one. But <laughs> in the episode, you know, but yeah, nice. put, I want to get, I want to aggregate some of them and then, uh, well, actually, I'll just.